Coming up in this podcast, unemployment and the markets, Rio Tinto, Freightlink, LNG18 and our special report on apprentices and training. Welcome to Mark My Words, the weekly podcast from Business News with Mark Pownall and Mark Beyer discussing the important business news and data stories from Western Australia. Hi, I'm Mark Pownall. And I'm Mark Beyer. Welcome to our weekly podcast where we cover the events of the week and look at some of the key news coming up. So Mark, some good news this week around the WA economy, especially unemployment numbers, which fell markedly. Yeah, a very substantial drop in WA, down to 5.5%, also a drop nationally. And the interesting thing there, that's led to a shift in thinking about interest rates. Uh, The view now is that the Reserve Bank is even less likely to uh, bring down interest rates. Consequently, the Aussie dollar is looking very strong, up Mm. around 77 cents. Mm. And and the other interesting movement on the markets, the iron ore price just keeps on holding very solidly, around $60 US a tonne. So those two are defying expectations that the Aussie dollar and the iron ore price, both strong. Yeah, no, it's very, very surprising, uh, you know, and it's a bit of a reprieve for the miners, isn't it, the, the, uh, the iron ore price? I'm also very surprised by the unemployment figures. Um, you know, we're supposed to be in the economic doldrums here, but I think, from recollection, our unemployment rate is better than the national average. That's pretty impressive. Substantially below, yes. And generating lots of jobs in Western Australia, if you believe the official statistics. Yeah, and I guess there's, there's been a bit of humming and harring about that over the past year or so. Mm. Uh, right, now, talking of unemployment and employment and the markets, Rio, T- Rio Tinto took a giant step backwards uh, in reversing its policy to push trade creditors' terms out to 90 days. Now, you broke that story a week ago. Uh, what's happened in between? Yeah, look, there's been a, there was a big outcry. Uh, I mean, this was an extraordinary move that Rio took in the first place, uh, just unilaterally telling all their suppliers that they were going to double the payment period from 45 out to 90 days. Uh, they're not alone. I mean, BHP has pushed out their payment terms, but nowhere near as much. Um, Fortescue Metals, the other big iron ore miner, they're still at 30 days. But So big backlash from the politicians, um, Malcolm Turnbull said he would raise it with them. Colin Barnett was very critical. Brendan Grills was critical. And, of course, lots of suppliers who didn't want to be quoted um, Mm. were were shocked. I mean, it was really putting their business at risk. And, yeah, Thursday, Rio Tinto quietly came out and said, we've had a rethink. We're going back to where we were. Yeah, big bit of damage control, that one. Uh, You know, look, it's an interesting moment, I think, once we saw Mike Nahan talking about it and getting at that that high political level, uh, there must have been some danger. I don't know what politics can do in this scenario. I don't know how you can dictate payment terms, but clearly politicians and politics has some other influence on Rio Tinto as a global company. And uh, good to see Sam Walsh, who has a very good name in this town, uh, very well regarded. Good to see that. The company has decided to, you know, think beyond just the margins and uh, and hold back a bit. So I'm sure there's very there's some very reprieved and relieved businesses out there. Yeah. Uh, now the massive LNG18 conference brought some very interesting people into town, including the prime minister. Let's give us a bit of a background on what what happened there, Mark. Yeah, look, this is the big gathering of uh, the global LNG industry. So we had the top people from Chevron, Shell, other international companies out here. Now, it was a a subdued tone. Um, There are some issues with the Gorgon project, uh, which was meant to be cranking at the moment, but they're still 
going through some commissioning issues. Um, and, and more broadly, you know, very weak oil prices and petroleum prices, so no sign of any new projects happening or no major new projects. So the theme very much was, uh, hey, let's work together, let's try and get more efficient, let's try and boost our productivity so that when the next round of projects come, we can do them more uh, more efficiently and at a better price than what we've just experienced in this uh, boom we've come through. Okay, and then the Prime Minister was here for other purposes as well. I, he made the big announcement around uh, the federal government giving some more money to Freightlink, controversial project. Yeah, um, look, federal cabinet was in town, so they had a meeting on Tuesday in Perth, and yeah, the big announcement out of that was an extra $260 million for Perth Freightlink, so we can have a tunnel going underneath the uh, suburbs around East Fremantle as part of this uh, hotly debated Perth Freightlink project. And that's the second phase of it, right? So they still haven't got the first phase. That's They're still right. stuck in the courts on that one, aren't they? Well, there's a legal appeal. And in addition, they're having to repeat the whole environmental review process. So it's a good year or so before stage one, that's the row eight stage through the Biliar wetlands, can go ahead. And yet now the funding is locked in for stage two, which is the tunnel. And as the critics keep on pointing out, that only takes you up to the Swan River, up to the Stirling Bridge. Mm. There's still a big issue there about getting over the river and then through North Fremantle. So lots of debate to continue. And Mark McGowan saying, don't sign contracts before the election because we may not stick to them if mm. Labor wins the next election. Yeah, smacks of the whole Victorian election there. Anyway, very messy, very messy. Um, now, our special report this week, uh, Apprentices and Training... Now, Mark, you've found some better news than expected in this area. Yeah, look, there's a fair bit going on in this area. Uh, The Minister, Lisa Harvey, has introduced some big changes to the TAFE system, so we can talk about uh, what's going on there. But the other thing that I found really surprising, I've looked at the stats on numbers of people in training and apprenticeships. Now, Western Australia, you would have thought there'd be a big drop-off as the mining construction boom has come to an end. Now, it's actually held up very well in Western Australia in contrast to just about every other state. So WA now accounts for about 15% of the total number of apprentices in Australia, which is an extraordinary figure. And five years ago, it was below 10%. So we'll have a a detailed report on that in our next edition of the paper. Mm, Well, it seems to be, you know, anti-cyclical anyway, if nothing else. Well, uh, thanks for that, Mark. Uh, Listeners might have noticed the state government has revealed its policy on the potato market deregulation, and my understanding is they're going to go for July 1 deregulation and they're going to $14 million assistance package for the industry. So uh, I'd like uh, to remind listeners that we've got rebel farmer Tony Gallardi speaking at our Success and Leadership event on May 18, so we can get to hear all about that. So go to the Business News website and buy your tickets. Thank you. And thank you. Thanks for listening to Mark My Words with Mark Powell and Mark Bayer from Business News. For more information, please go to businessnews.com.au forward slash podcasts. And to receive these regularly, search for Business News WA in iTunes or SoundCloud.